Hey, this is JT, and welcome to another episode of The Critical Thought. And I mean critical thought. One of the things that we try to do here at Critical Thinkers is to help people to think critically. In fact, that is the number one reason we believe that so many of us, we just never got it. Many people would see things happening in the organization. All of us, we all saw it, but we just pushed it to the back of our mind. Because if we had taken the time to literally do some critical thinking about it, we would have been gone. But you know, I saw something the other day that it just kind of triggered me a little bit. And what is that? Now, now take a good look at these individuals who are man in this cart. Do they look like they have an urgent message to you? Think about it. Now, look at the lady who's handing out newspapers. Look at the contrast that you can clearly see between the witnesses and someone who's handing out newspapers. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, for decades, Jehovah's Witnesses have done street work. In fact, they outlined specific things they wanted every Jehovah's Witness to do when they were doing street work. I'm sure Samuel Hurd also did street work back in the day. We already know it's not Samuel Hurd, so don't worry about leaving your comments below. You remember, the Kingdom Ministries always told you, you got to approach people. You got to walk up to people, walk alongside with them. In fact, the Watchtower even condemned those who didn't do those things. Take street work, for example. We all remember how it was done. You get up early in the morning. You arrange to meet with somebody, perhaps, and here you all guys go standing out in front of 7-Eleven or walking down the street. And what are you doing? You're engaging with people. You're talking to people. You're reaching out, trying to get these conversations started. That's how street work has always been done. In fact, that's what the Kingdom Ministry said. Do street work by engaging the people who come by you every day. That's how street work has always been done. The October 79 Kingdom Ministry presenting the good news. Some publishers have been observed simply standing or walking on streets displaying the magazines, but seldom speaking to those who pass. This may give the impression that we are just impassive magazine vendors. The Watchtower, like any good company, takes whatever it has and repackages it, reformulates it, and puts it right back out on the shelf. And that's what they did with cart witnessing. I can only imagine as they sat around the table and they were given the assignment, we need for you brothers to come up with something that will excite the friends. Get back together in about another week and let us know what your ideas are. And somebody came up with cart witnessing, something that Jehovah's Witnesses has actually been doing for over a hundred years, using carts. But this time, they put a twist in it. They actually created two types of cart witnessing. They realized one of the things they had learned over the years is you got to make it have some type of status. This way you can make the friends feel good about themselves. And what do they do? They came up with regular old cart witnessing, which basically anybody can do. And then they came up with that special one called Metropolitan Witnessing where a Jehovah's Witness had to fill out an application 
Think about that. You had to fill out an application and the service committee in your congregation had to review it to see where you qualify to do what? To man the cart. And what you're looking at in this clip is what you had to qualify to do. And what do they say? They say that this is a good career choice. Tell me what qualifications do you think you need to be able to just stand there, hold up the wall, and surf the web on your iPad. But yet they made Jehovah's Witnesses feel special by this. And this is the thing about this organization. They appealed to people's desire to have some type of meaning or purpose. And now I'm a cart witness. I do the cart witnessing. And I do it at the metropolitan level, not just the regular level. Now think about this. You have someone in the congregation who wants to be in charge of the cart for metropolitan witnessing. They put their little application in. The elders, they wait patiently for the service committee to tell them everything is good. Now you have another person. He puts his application in. Elders say, you're not qualified, brother. Now, look at what they have qualified to do. To literally stand on the street and not talk to anyone. Think about this. That same witness who didn't qualify to participate in Metropolitan Witnessing, he can literally take his magazines, walk right across the street, right across from those who are doing Metropolitan Witnessing and talk to anybody on the street and clean out his bag while these guys are standing on this side, not talking to anybody. One of the most interesting things are the individuals who typically apply to do Metropolitan Witnessing. They are regular pioneers. Regular pioneers. They've already qualified to be a regular pioneer. Now they have to re-qualify to stand on the street and not talk to anyone. These are the types of games and Mickey Mouse gimmicks that Jehovah's Witnesses are played with by the organization all the time. Things just like this. This is how the organization keeps its members busy. Yes, wasting their time. I mean, they might as well be standing in front of a vacant building for the number of people they're talking to. Check out this other interesting point about cart witnessing. The February King, the ministry of 2014 said, when engaging in public witnessing using a table or a cart, publishers should not display Bibles. Can you believe that? <laughs> yes, I can believe that. Because Jehovah's Witnesses have always put more trust in the Watchtower than they do the Bible. Many of you remember that during the summer convention, one of the governing body members, Sanders, he encouraged all young people, don't go to college, don't go to school. He literally took the word career and he said, pursue a career in full-time service. And what does a career in full-time service look like? Once again, you're looking at it. This is the career that he was talking about. And you and I, we know people who pursued this career for 10, 20, 30, 40 plus years. And at the end of the day, what is their circumstances now? Well, we all know. When we go back home, we see all those individuals who spent those years pioneering in full-time service, now just holding up the walls and they have nothing to show for it. Many of them are suffering financially. 
They do not prepare themselves for retirement or their old age. This is the type of career that Jehovah's Witnesses have encouraged their young people to pursue for decades. So what do they do? They put a little twist on it just to make you feel special. How many governing body members have you seen manning a cart? They'll tell you this is a good career for you, but that's not what they do, is it? Of course not. When you go to the conventions and you hear those talks, we all remember, go into full-time work. Quit your job. Don't pursue anything other than this as a career. As you sit there, be honest. Do you really think that this is the career that you want to do? Yes, when I came out to go to work that morning, this is the type of things that I saw, and this is what ran through my mind. Once again, the organization loves to waste Jehovah's Witnesses' time. This has been JT. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers. 